The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, Kevin Feig is on the line and we're going to talk about his book, Walk You to Wealth. How are you today, Kevin? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Joby? I'm excellent, thank you. So what inspired you to write a financial guide? Sure, I'd say I'd say it's two things. Um, so I'd say first and foremost, you know, about 30% of the population is financially literate, right? So that's a, that's a huge gap. Um, I want to do my part to sort of increase that number as much as possible. And from a you know personal inspiration perspective, I'd say it was my family, you know, my, my kids, you know, the, where the title ultimately came from is, you know, I talk about this a bit in the book, you know, my kids, when they have neighborhood friends over, they'll walk their friends home, right? And it's yeah. just this simple gesture of just walking someone home. Um, my hope is that, you know, everyone in, at some point in your life, hopefully you too, Toby, um, <laughs> has been walked home somewhere or walked someone else home, right? A girlfriend, a wife, a spouse, yeah. a friend. And that was the idea, right? Just trying to just trying to walk folks to a destination, right? To a, to a better place financially. So does it feel when you're reading the book like somebody is holding your hand throughout? And that's my hope. Uh, you know, <laughs> what I try to do is, is you know, every, all these, you know, personal finance books are a bit different. Um, this is certainly a, a, a you know a personal book, right? There's a lot of sort of personal stories um, that I try to tell about my family, my life, my journey, um, and and that's my hope is that it feels conversational. And that's quite shocking, really, that only thirty percent of people are financially literate. What is the definition of actually being financially literate? Because I imagine most people know what money is and how to use it at the very least, a basic level. Yeah. So and and that's that's some of the difficulty is it's you know, everyone's certainly your point, Toby, you know, we all, you know, the world revolves around money, right? Uh, you, you can't get through a day without sort of transacting in some way, shape or form. Uh, but it's it's how much do you know, right? Do you know enough about about saving? Investing is such a world. And that's where I spend a lot of time in the book talking about investing. Investing is such a complicated world. Um, and there's there's so many options, right? And it's yeah. overwhelming. I think for folks every day, you know, you think about different account types and different investments. And, and I think most folks, you know, it's sort of analysis by paralysis you just you don't even bother starting because yeah. it's just overwhelming and that's my hope is to sort of make it less overwhelming simplify it and, and hopefully help everyone so what quick tips have you got just now to make it sound not so overwhelming sure so the way I, sort of the, the book is structured it's around what i call simple steps right so the, the first step is save right and it's say and i use save sort of two different ways um so save yourself from debt right so credit card debt especially and save yourself 
yourself also from the unexpected. So the unexpected always happens, right? We never think it's going to happen to us, <laughs> but it does, right? Yeah. You're just like, oh, no, it's not going to happen to me, but it does happen to you. Um, and it's, it's you know, job loss. It's a, it's a trip to the emergency room. It's, you know, an accident. All these things, they happen. They happen to everyone. And saving yourself is, you know, preparing yourself for the unexpected because it's going to happen. So I think for me, you know, that's where I start. It's all about these simple steps and save is that first step. And saving helps you have a personal overdraft, really, doesn't it? As you say, in the event of job loss or a situation where you might run out of money, and I suppose it's just a good idea to save up money generally if you want to buy something big, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think some people often confuse, and that's where I try to talk about in the book, you know, saving is something that's sort of readily available, right? It's to your point, it's, it's I have a purchase, that I, a large purchase I want to make in a few months, or I have an emergency that I, you know, I know, I don't know what it will be, but I know it will happen at some point. And so I want to be prepared for it. And then there's sort of investing, which is just different, right? Investing is where I want my money to go to work and I want it to be sort of almost locked away for the long term. And I want to almost forget about it until I need it in 10, 15 or 20 years. And so those two things are often confused, but you want to make sure you're you're starting with saving, which is your foundation. Um, because if you start with investing and then the emergency happens, what you're going to wind up doing is selling your investments at likely the wrong time. And I don't know how it is in America, but it's probably quite similar where inflation is so high at the moment that if you've just got your money in a bank account, even a savings account with a pretty decent interest rate, you're losing money. So it's probably more important than ever to invest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, inflation certainly, you know, running rampant over the last, um, you know, two years or so. And, you know, you're never going to save yourself into financial independence. You're never going to save yourself into (laughs) being sort of a millionaire, right? You just, you won't be able to get there. So (laughs) savings, savings are critical, right? And they're critical because you need that, that foundation. But what you also don't want to do is you don't want to think that that's how you're going to get there, right? If all your money is sitting in a, in a savings account at a bank or in, you know, in your checking account and you're not investing, you're never going to get there, right? You're, you're never going to be able to keep up with inflation. So when you get started with investing, what are the best companies and things to invest in? Because obviously, if you were to invest in cassettes, maybe 30 years ago, you would have probably lost money by now. <laughs> yeah, so I, I you, you definitely you know, there's no, and this is what's difficult. So the way you allocate your money from an investment perspective is responsible for about 90% of your results. So how well you're going to do, right? Depends on sort of, you know, where you put your money, right? You put it in real estate, you put it in the stock market, where, where bonds, et cetera. And so it's responsible for 90% of your success, but there's no one size fits all, right? It'll depend on your age. It'll depend on when you plan on retiring, when you're going to need the money, et cetera. I, you definitely want a significant amount of exposure to the stock market. Um, but what I would say is to me, that doesn't mean picking individual stuff. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Picking individual stocks is, is impossible. <laughs> to do it successfully and to do it consistently is impossible. And if you are doing it consistently um, and successfully, you've just been lucky. Um, and so I think you want exposure um, to the stock market, typically through low cost or in some cases, free index funds. And those index funds will give you exposure not only to if you're in the United States, like I am, not only to the U.S. market, but you also make sure you're investing globally. Um, and I think a lot of folks tend to have you know hometown bias, right? So if you're in the U.K., you want to invest in the UK. If you're in the US, you want to invest in the US, but you tend to forget about the rest of the world. And so you want to make sure you have diversification across. But the stock market is the, the cheapest uh, um, and easiest way for folks to get started. You just want to make sure you're starting with sort of, you know, global index funds as opposed to starting with sort of individual stocks. And how much money should you invest in your first investment? Yeah, so I think it's important to start, right? So I talk about this a bit in the book in the sense that even, you know, today. So, you know, I've had my fair share of, I've worked in financial services for a long time. I'm a certified financial planner. So I'm, this is sort of my world. (laughs) But I still don't know everything. Um, And I'm still learning. And and that's, and that's where, you know, if you're learning and experimenting, just start, right? And whether it's, you know, $10, $15, $100, right? You know, money that you, you feel like in your situation, you can afford to lose, but you want to experiment with something new. So for me, over the last two years, you know, I've been experimenting with crypto and, uh, and, but I'm not going to run and put my entire portfolio into crypto. (laughs) Uh, But but if you want to learn, you want to experiment, same with the stock market, right? Pick an index fund and invest 10 or $15 so you can start to figure out how it works um, and then sort of move on from there. Yeah. Is there somebody that you look up to in terms of financial autonomy? You know, there's no one person I look up to. I, I admire anyone that's pursuing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think it's especially, you know, the, the you know, I, I consider myself to be a sort of, you know, I don't know, an average American, an average person, right? Um, you know, those folks that are, you know, teachers or firefighters, policemen, um, you know, accountants, lawyers, folks that are doing their sort of chosen profession, but they're also pursuing this. They're pursuing sort of a better financial life for themselves and for their families. You know, I admire anyone that's pursuing it. Um, and I think it's, you know, whether, you know, regardless of your your reasons, you know, some folks, I want to spend more time with my family, right? That's sort 
sort of my why. Um, a lot of folks like to travel. I hate traveling. <laughs> but for a lot of folks, that may be why they want to get there, right? They want to be able to leave their, their nine to five or leave their jobs. They can travel the world. So I admire the folks that are, that are trying to learn, trying to figure this out um, and, and trying to get to a better spot financially. So have you got any more books that you're working on at the moment? I'm sort of toying with the idea. So I have, t- I have two young boys, uh, 9 11, who at this point know more about uh, managing money than probably most adults. <laughs> yes. um, and, and so... I think I'm toying with the idea of sort of a, a book geared towards children. I do talk in, in Walk You to Wealth. I do talk about sort of for parents um, or folks that may have, you know, younger siblings, et cetera. If you talk about sort of different ages and and, and ways to sort of bring in um, financial literacy at a young age, unfortunately, it's, it's not a topic that's taught in schools. Yes. You know, I never learned about it. I'm sure Toby, you didn't either, right? It's not it's not something that's taught in most schools and, and that's, that's a shame. Um, but there, we have to figure out a way to close this gap. So I'm, I'm toying with that idea. People always say that, don't they? It's never taught in schools and it's like no matter what generation you are old people say it and you know I wasn't taught it at school which wasn't that long ago so it seems to never change and it ought to be really Absolutely. I mean, I, I think about it as, you know, I, I always, uh, I joke about this with my kids. So, so my, my boys will come home and they learn more about shapes <laughs> than, <laughs> than you would ever need to know in your life. Yeah. And I always tell them, you know, you're, no one's ever going to ask you about the rhombus, <laughs> but yet you, you know, you have homework on it every night, but this is important, right? You know, understanding um, the basics of spending, understanding the basics of saving, understanding, you know, my, my boys will come home and, you know, last year, especially my, my youngest had an iPad at school. And he would come home and he'd be like, Dad, the stock market was up today. <laughs> and I was like, well, don't use your iPad for that. But I'm, I'm happy you understand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it's not taught in schools. Um, I think in the States, it's about 17 states now at this point at the high school level require wow. a course, right? So we're, I think we're, we're, we're hopefully starting to turn a corner, but it's a, it's a slow turn. Dear. Unless you need it for your job, nobody in their life requires to know how to work out the area of a graph. But Absolutely. Exactly. Investment and making money, we all need to do that so we don't die. <laughs> Yeah, another good example, you know, my, my kids are still, and we live in a sort of a, a great town, great school district, right? So I look at this and I'm like, we're in one of the best towns. Yeah. Uh, my kids are still running cursive. And I'm like, no one's writing scripts. Like who's writing anything, anything <laughs> yes. these days, right? Between the shapes and the script. And again, I, teachers have a hard job. Um, my wife's a, my wife's a teacher, so I sympathize with with teachers. Um, but I, I think about, you know, the, the curriculum and sort of what they're given to teach. And and yet yeah, has to change. You know, we're, we're spending this much time on shapes and cursive and skills and you know ideas that yeah 90 percent of us will never need to know um yeah but not spending time on something that a hundred percent of us you know will need to know which is you know understanding how to manage your money well where are we able to find this book walk you to wealth so you're able to find it sort of anywhere books are sold uh, i think uh, i think these days uh, you know i don't know who doesn't buy a book from amazon uh, <laughs> but certainly uh, amazon barnes and noble it is available sort of you know uh any where books are sold online and it's by kevin feig but don't add an extra e at the end because that's that marvel guy isn't it no that is the more <laughs> yeah no yeah uh, luckily i think it gets some clicks that way so I'll, yeah i'll take it i guess <laughs> yeah maybe people will think it's by him and you'll get loads of sales <laughs> well many thanks for talking to us today it's been great to have you here on the show appreciate it thanks a lot toby The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.